0: The Spanish Announce Table.
1: It is episode 411 of the Spanish Announce Table. This is going to be a fun episode. In fact, it's probably going to get some of the highest ratings we've ever got.
0: Get off right now. We are going to do our AEW recap. And then from our AEW recap, we'll kind of do the best of the rest. We'll talk about a little bit of the SummerSlam. We'll talk a little bit about the Rampage. All the fun things happened. But yes, let's talk about last night's Dynamite. It was a great episode. You know how it was a great episode? We watched it and we enjoyed it. So who gives a shit about what the ratings have to say? This is a quick side quest. We're getting into it pretty early. Here's the side quest that I ratings, want to talk ratings, about, ratings. about ratings. You you small brain dumb dumps. Ratings are not a thing anymore. Think of this. Think of this. How many young people, ages, let's just say 20 to 35, answer an unknown phone call and then on top of that will then answer questions from a stranger about general topics how many people you think do fucking do that in 2022 no one Right. Yeah. right and so then when you get told well polls are suggesting that this politician is leading the other politician it's not fucking real because it's antiquated just like ratings when you guys keep talking about the it's up now it's down there it's up this you know how you know companies doing well in television by the relationship they have with their partner aw and wwe wwe's partnered with uh universal usa network specifically Mm -hmm. the viacom i think is that yeah aw is partnered with turner which is again rolled up to discovery And here's the thing that you know that both companies are doing well. Both of their partners are saying, hey, we would like more content from you. So if you roll it back to when AEW started Dynamite, hey, October 2nd, 2019, here's Dynamite. And then Turner said, hey, you want a Friday night show? Yep let's do that. Awesome. Hey, would you want a reality show featuring one of your main stars and his wife? Yep. Okay. We'll do that too. And then we keep going more and more. And now they're saying, Hey, this ring of honor thing, would you want to do a pay-per-view that goes through our app so that we also get a cut of this? They say, yes. And so that's how, you know, a company is doing well. Stop, stop with these stupid ass reports. Every God morning after a show that says it was a Thirty thousand viewers. It was down forty thousand viewers. It was up a million. It was down two million. You're yeah. You're stupid. It's all well. All he, here's another reason. Bullshit.
1: Another reason it's ah. antiquated. Yes, it could be down thirty thousand in the in the previous quarter hour from last week, but that doesn't mean that what those thirty thousand people saw last week, they said, "I'm never fucking watching this again," and I'm not coming back next week. It could be they had a School function to go to that night. They It was Thanksgiving weekend, so they were traveling. Like These things fluctuate for so various reasons, because and we all know that. We all consume TV in that way now. You know how many times I watch these wrestling shows live as they're happening? Not often. Right. Tom does great watching them to do some live tweeting, but I rarely am. So it's not picking up my damn ratings, but I'm watching it every week, and they're exactly. putting those advertisements in front of me, and thereby converting to some sales, I'm sure, because some of that shit is subconscious. Um, you know what I mean, and that, and they know this. Like the the companies know this through other measurements besides just this Nielsen ratings thing.
0: Yeah, and that's the other thing. If you even wanted to go by ratings, you would have to dig in to know that they don't take DVR, whatever we're calling it, TiVo, you know, recorded shows and then watch later. That's not figured into the ratings. So again. Just stop. I'm so tired of looking at Twitter and you're, you're, again, with the dirt sheet dum-dums, which I'm going to go into on another side quest as we get into this, the the stupid, it's grow up, grow up. Again, ask yourself, you as a young adult, I'm assuming you're a young adult, and that Age frame that I said 20 to let's just say 40, the 20 years right there. Would you answer a phone call from a number you don't know? And then on top of that, if you did just because you're feeling frisky, on top of that, would you answer questions from someone you don't know? The percentage is fucking zero. And so that's how they do polling. That's stupid. And so is ratings when they have a Nielsen box and they go, Well, I watched this from 7 15 to 7. It's stupid. You guys are just laughably dumb. I cannot stand. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. <laughs> Anyhow, what I can stand is AW Dynamite. Let's kick it off. That was my side quest for the first part of the show. Uh, John Moxley walked out, and this was great. Mm. John mm. Moxley came out another thing, which let's go on another quick side quest and we'll come back to Dynamite. You, 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 you dodo bird fuckheads. Here's another thing that happened that you guys all told me about, and it didn't fucking happen. Hey, after John Moxley loses his title at full gear, he's going to go on his vacation. You don't fucking know. You don't fucking know, dick. And all you dumbass dirt redo, this is the report is that after the, the pay-per-view, he's going on a re- Where's your retraction? It ain't fucking there, is it? Cause that's how you guys fucking operate is you're great when you're fucking getting it right. But when you're wrong, you you, you throw it underneath the covers and it never fucking happened. Mabel is the third man. You dumb fucking idiots. Why listen to that shit?
1: Yeah. It would be like, it would be like if we one time did this show accidentally in reverse order and then just never acknowledged it. Like that would be horrific. Oh
0: so, yeah. So silly. Dumb. And if we did do that, we would obviously put a retraction that said, sorry, but we never would acknowledge that.
1: it when people brought it
0: up. Exactly. But you know, John Moxley was out and he <laughs> talked about the three things that are inevitable. It is taxes, death and John Moxley. And this was John great. Freaking this Moxley! Was a, yeah. And this was great because it was a, it was kind of a, Hey, I'm still here as a top player, but let's pivot me away from the title picture. And so he said, I don't think anyone back there, is man enough to mess with John Moxley and Tim. I damn near hit my head on the roof of my house because I jumped up so high off my seat because it was hangman cowboy shit time. Hangman Adam Page walked out, got nose to nose with him. And this is the best. This is one of the great things I love about AEW is wrestling trope would tell you surprise return other wrestler cowers away right they get out of the ring oh my god what the who is that oh man what am i gonna do aw for the most part that other person the b part of this segment which is john moxley because the a part was hangman returns moxley goes hey you're gonna enter this challenge you even remember the last time we fought and hangman didn't even say a word hangman never even said a word this entire Mm. time and he just said didn't have to we're throwing fists they're going out what did you think of the hangman return and what did you think of this first segment
1: just that the shock i I legit was shocked i'm sitting here uh cooking i think uh some dinner up on the side while i've got on the phone going again after the regular time so not during the ratings window and again i don't know how the ratings work maybe they catch some of that i don't know oh i do
0: but i don't want to go into it
1: (laughs) but so uh, I'm over there doing that kind of, you know, listening looking over and I hear what he's saying and I'm like, all right, well, this is prime spot for somebody to come out and be like, I'm that man. And wow, it was out of left field, totally unexpected, at least for me. And I don't know anybody that was saying tonight's the night hangman comes back. So, mm-hmm. uh, just shock and awe. And I mean that you're right. You've said it since the very beginning of AEW, that hangman music is just. It gets you. You're like, this is, I'm ready. I'm ready for this fight. I'm ready to saddle up. I'm ready to hit the saloon for a shot of whiskey and a beer. And we're going to ride off into this fucking gunfight. Let's do this.
0: Every scenario in life, the hangman theme music is appropriate. Are you going into an interview? Play it. Did you just get fired and you need to take your items out of the office? Play the music. Did you just get dumped? Play the music. Are you about to get married? play the music it's the Please. fucking best music in if, the world
1: if i can beg two things of our fans one head over to prowrestlingtees.com slash spanish announce table and pick you up a shirt i'm wearing a, you know, a shirt i don't have it on any shirts up there great price what is it 20 bucks i believe right yeah maybe a little mm-hmm. more if you're if you're a hefty guy but uh send that direct to your door uh and, and we'll give you a thanks but number two uh when you get fired i mean you're wrestling fans a lot of you're gonna get fired when mm-hmm. you get fired Please play this Hangman Adam Page music and please get this video recorded for us. Send it yes, to us.
0: Definitely. The best 100%. one
1: 100%. The best one? We might consider it's sending a shirt. a
0: shirt too. Yeah, we'll get you a shirt if you get fired and you play that song and you send us the video and we watch it and enjoy it, we will send you a shirt. We'll play there it here
1: is. and we'll send you yeah. a shirt. How about that?
0: So this knockdown drag out fight though, with so much chaos, damn near John Moxley almost killed himself on accident falling off the the entrance
1: <laughs> but again i love this you know when when we've said before in wrestling matches man fucking miss sometimes right like miss that's kind of why we like what we see later the samoa joe walkaway move right like yeah you miss and that's what happened here if this was a real fight real fights do this you go swing and you miss you trip over the fucking furniture and then you you hop up real quick while the other guy tries to take advantage, but he missed and he fell. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's so very real. So that was great. And the announcers played it off. Well, they were like, I look, he's so enraged. He couldn't even see where he was going. He was just zoned in on, uh, Oh, the announce team is a theme throughout this episode too. These guys are killing it. The, the, this group, the chemistry, the, just the way they approach how they interact with each other. And what they talk about is so great. I'm loving this announce combination right now. And this was no, this is the props I want to give them is that they were like, they just rolled with the punches, man. Like, Hey, he fell. Yeah. Yeah. He fell. Like, wouldn't you look, look, he's crazy right now. He's ready to fucking, he's ready to bite his head off.
0: Yeah. And they going to the commentary team, as we continue to talk about dynamite, they do. They seem like they're genuinely having fun. They get serious when they need to, which again, we'll talk yeah. about in a little bit, but when they're just going to be watching not not to be yeah. disrespectful to any match, but like throwaway matches, they're going to approach it as such. They're mm-hmm. gonna give you kind of they give they're they're really great at giving shit to each other, even yes. on things that maybe we don't know, like maybe inside jokes amongst the three of them, they're really great at. But they they approach every situation with the seriousness it deserves. So when it is a knockdown drag-out fight like Hangman and John Moxley, they are they're like, Oh my god, yeah, look at this. When this, this is crazy, it's nuts. But then when Something like William Regal, which again we'll talk about in just a moment. When that happens, they get serious and the the joking stops and they approach it as such. So yeah, yeah. I really like this team too. They do a really good job. I want a little bit more Tony Schiavone, but that's just because I love Tony Schiavone. Yeah. You know, yeah, but anyhow, but I
1: like this. I mean, it, I'm and another thing they kept hitting on was like, "Hey man, what even supposed to be here today? He was just here getting cleared, and apparently he ain't waiting." And I love that too, right? Like I'm mm-hmm. a this signals to me hangman is back and ready or at least will be ready by the time we tell the story right. and i can't wait because i feel like we got cheated out of this story to some extent obviously with the with the injury and the animosity feels real right like they these guys made it feel like an actual fight and i loved it loved every minute of
0: and it, it's a logical comeback story for hangman adam pager the guy that took him out of commission was john moxley now john moxley is a tweener baby face heel whatever he kind of wants to be but for hang it, it would be a disservice if hangman came back as a mystery partner for uh, kenny omega right kenny omega needs a partner to take on someone else and it's hangman I'd be like ah, okay but like didn't john moxley concuss him wouldn't he want to fight that guy and so i like that it was john moxley that brought him from the backstage to the ring and again like like the announcer said Apparently in kayfabe, he was only supposed to get cleared from the doctors and then, you know, join us next week for whatever we may have planned for him. But nah, nah, nah. These two were fighting and kicking each other till they went to the back, which another great thing that AEW typically doesn't do, which I want a little bit more of is we've talked about, they do really good chaos where things are bumping into each other. And that's how it happens. Think back to Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. Eddie Kingston mm-hmm. gets choked out by Brian Danielson. CM Punk is doing an interview. Eddie Kingston walks by, just like, you giving me a a side look? There they go with their feud, right? So they do those things pretty well. But typically, they'll do a segment and then we move to the next thing. With this, which I I liked a lot, is they fight, they go to the back. We go to, I believe, a Brian Daniels and Dax Harwood match. After that's done, then we go back to the back because they're, they're still fighting they're still each fighting. other back yep. there. Yeah, so well, I like And it was that. another
1: nice touch because it was very useful for later where they use that then very setting of, hey, they've both been removed from the building.
0: Because then William Regal sets
1: up. us up for the long situation that right. we get later. Yeah, absolutely. He's done very well. Done very yeah,
0: well. so let's get back in chronological order. As I mentioned, Brian Danielson and Dax Harwood took on each other. This came about from Rampage where mm-hmm. after uh, FTR's match with top flight. Uh, Dax just did a backstage promo. I was like, Hey, it's the end of the year. We've had a hell of a year. Uh, I want to end it with one more big bang. I'm going to take on the best wrestler in the world. And that's you, Brian Danielson, uh, see me Wednesday night. Brian Danielson said, yeah, okay. Say my name. You know, you play the music and I'll dance is what Brian Danielson said. And these two guys with no buildup at all, just hard hitting action. You would have thought these two hated each other. They're kicking, yeah. they're punching. It was physical. What did you think of the match?
1: Uh, match was good, right? A good, a good brawling wrestling match uh, out of these two. This felt old school. It felt like an old school setup with 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 a pair of old school guys. Even though Danielson is, you know, not necessarily the oldest school of wrestling, but I mean, he's got a mat based mm-hmm. groundwork. But just the the thing with Dax doing these is it's unique. It sticks out, right? It's this. Tag team specialist, arguably one of the greatest tag teams, uh, arguably the greatest tag team in the world. But here's this guy saying, but that ain't all. Like, mm-hmm. I can also go toe-to-toe. It's just interesting they're not both saying that, right? It's just the one guy being like, you know, <laughs> like, I can do this. Um, yeah. So that's a, a little unique to me. I don't know if that ever plays into anything ever, but it's it does feel... It does feel like it's it's out of place and doesn't have a whole lot of meaning to anything. So I wouldn't say I was like super invested in the outcome, but it was enjoyable for what it was. It it I think at, at its best, it adds more to the Dax FDR character of like, no, no, no. no. I'm not mm-hmm. just the greatest tag team wrestler in the world. I'm also one of the best wrestlers, period, in the world. And he tries to back it up. So I don't hate that.
0: Yeah, I don't hate it either. Now, Brian Danielson gets the win here. And post-match, Danielson puts his hand out. Uh, Hardwood teases like he's going to walk past him. Then he comes back. Ah, I'm yeah, that was fun. You know, the thing that I will say is now, as you mentioned, Dax has done this a couple of times. I can't recall all the singles matches he's had. A- and, yeah. you know, they both have had singles matches, but it's been more Dax than... than. Uh, it's been more him anyway. saying,
1: like, I'm going to show you I can right. do it on my own, too. Yeah.
0: The thing I would say, though, is, okay... And I like it. And this was very entertaining, especially in the moment as you're watching it live. However, there's only so many times you could say, and then I want to take on Claudio. And it's like, well, you're going to lose to Claude. Like he has to get some victories here, or else then it's just like, hey, we know now why you're a uh, tag wrestlers. because you can't do this by yourself. You know what I mean? So if he's going to do more of these where it's Samoa Joe, I'm going to challenge you, have him win because you can't just have him lose. Because- but then it's not interesting it could be a good match but it's a you know it's a story it's like watching a rom-com you know they're going to get together so why yeah. fuck like watch the movie you know so,
1: you know i would say you know we've had this discussion of like who's the greatest tag team in the world And I, I would say the thing that maybe i would deduct points on ftr is it's been a bit now where the only thing they're saying is nobody's better than us
0: a little right? young and, bucks, and it's kind of yeah. like
1: and so i'm kind of like okay cool. You're proving that in the tag team realm. Fine enough. Mm-hmm. Like you can make solid arguments there. But when you go, nobody's better than me in the singles. And I've seen you lose the three of them now. Yeah. Like, yeah you put up a good fight, but I, I, again, got to think there's a level of exp- like, this is the pros, right? Like yeah. you ought to be able to get stop in there it. and at least <laughs> run around a little bit, right? Like throw in well, a punch or two.
0: Yeah. Or just stop. Like you can't stop it. You're not doing this. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so anyhow mentioned uh that Brian Danielson gets the win Then they embrace, even though. Dax kind of teased that he wouldn't. Uh, after the break, we go backstage. Tony Schiavone is with Ricky Starks. He said, "Hey, I'm facing uh, MJF at Winter Is Coming, but you know what? I want to take everything that motherfucker has." And I'm paraphrasing. Obviously, he didn't say that, but he goes, yeah, "I'm he entering myself into the Dynamite Diamond Ring," which Tim, uh, I'm, I don't, I'm not. This smart. is a miss for me. But I don't. But I don't know what the Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal is. Is it a shot at the champion if you win, or you just get a ring? Yeah, I don't remember.
1: Because the only one I ever remember winning this is MJF. Like, what happens? He's won it three
0: times. No, that's all. It's been MJF, MJF, MJF. MJF. He's the only one. Is he in
1: this one too, or not? Now he doesn't have to, right? He's the.
0: Now he doesn't have to. But I don't know. Yeah, but like...
1: like they treat it like so. It's like like a year long title, right? It's like a King of the Ring.
0: That's what I think they're trying to say it is, which is cool. And I understand Ricky Starks and his angle here where he's like, Hey, that's your thing. Well, I'm taking it too because I don't like anything that you do and I can do everything better than you. So I like all the extra things
1: that aren't titles. It would be fun if he was like, I'm going to take that from you.
0: Yeah. And that's what it seems like he's doing. So I like Ricky Starks here saying, I'm going to go into this because that's your thing. And I'm going to take that thing also from you. The thing that I need a little bit more clarity on is what is the thing what does it mean like yeah. is it the king of the Ring? or so who yay you get a ring or is it a title shot yeah. or is it the uh, your, you get to pick the spot in the next ladder match for the casino battle yeah. royal you know what i mean
1: well my block strongest man in the chat here says is a dynamite diamond ring like a white castle of fear
0: easy easy i hope not now the dynamite diamond ring helps MJF knock people out, right? Like, yeah, that's what he's known but, for. But what is it like? Uh,
1: it, it, it's it, as far as I understand, it's a bragging rights, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's a king of the ring for them. I think it's a king of the ring, but I need a little bit more stakes on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And Let's it's also a, a battle royal. Let's
1: not have a ring. Let's get him a good old slammy.
0: Well, but if if it's if it's king of the ring esque, then do a tournament, mm. right? A battle royal doesn't necessarily. Yeah, battle royal is yeah. Put Satinum Sing in there. Who the fuck's gonna throw him out? Right? Like that's what I would you know what I mean. So yeah, anyhow. I mean,
1: it would take a lot for me to have to do it again.
0: Yeah, man. Remember we met him this year? Yeah, yeah. God he I remember my neck so still hurts. Yeah. Oh man, my shoulder. That's how I got this shoulder issue. <laughs> he shook it, you know. his hand. Yeah. 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 The oh, vibrations my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. He that. put his hand on my shoulder and then crushed him the way.
0: Yeah, I yeah. got a damn tumor in my shoulder. Yeah. Right?
1: It assumed yeah. that much pressure had to be cancer. And it just, yeah. Freaking... Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sad I'm, I'm going to call your lawyer. No, I'm kidding. Uh, okay. So after Tony Schiavone talks to Ricky Starks, uh, then again, we're showing backstage, Adam page and John Moxley fighting each other. And that's how they get escorted out of the, out of the building. Again, we talked about that, but then we go. to what was a little bit weird as far as what they said, but I didn't necessarily hate the segment. So for whatever reason, the JAS without Jericho and Claudio and Yuda were on a soundstage in Nashville. Yeah. Why? I don't Did know. anyone say why?
1: No, I don't that know why, so
0: Confusing,
1: but I love that segment. I
0: oh, the segment <laughs> yeah. was fun, but the logic made no sense. Why aren't you there?
1: Yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why they were on site, like why they were there. But uh, first of all, this is again this is what we said use jake hager sparingly for one or two lines like this right where he's like listen look i love this hat you'll love this hat too right here put up we could be a tag team we could be <laughs> just good stuff i love the the just the the little shots they managed to take they're like you could be a swiss banker right like just the little digs in there all of that was done really well. And to Claudio's credit, he was like, the fuck the hell with this, man. <laughs> like, you guys are some chumps.
0: This is not what I came here for. Like, I'm done with this. Let's get in the ring. Let's fight. Love it. Yeah. Although, I always side with the shit talker in those situations because it shows to me that you just ain't that good in this setting. And so, I wish Claudio had some lines ready where he could have shot back at JS to shut them up, but he kind of just looks angry and befuddled and and it's like, well, that's not cool or relatable. Like, I don't want to be that guy who just gets angry and has to walk away, right? So you kind of look like a goof. Now, the second part of this is Willer Yuta sitting there and he's like, I hate you guys (laughs) and I hate you Daniel Garcia, but the fucking thing that's on my mind is you have my title. So at the December 10th Ring of Honor pay-per-view, me and you, I'm finally going to take that title from you. Uh, you're a bitch, hoe I'm out.
1: Again, paraphrasing, but that's yeah.
0: what he said essentially.
1: Oh, but I even like that the the JS was like, okay, and they're like, we're not scared. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, sure. Yeah. Fine. Well,
0: and, again, they were awesome because they took <laughs> yeah. all the the steam out of the, yeah. the the combat or Blackpool combat. Yeah, they club. just like,
1: joked it away the whole time, just like you're a joke.
0: <laughs> yeah. They're like, Oh, yeah. What do we, you know, yeah, yeah they know sold everything that they said they agreed to the match, Daniel Garcia, will Yuta, and this will be fine. That'll be fun. Uh, another good match to uh, another reason to buy the pay per view, right? Sure. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna see that at Final Battle, the December 10th Ring of Honor pay per view. So we go to commercial break, come back, and we get a TNT championship match. It is champion Samoa Joe taking on the newest signing to AEW, A.R. Fox. And I will say this on the front side. I, again, I think I said this last time, I was a fan of Evolve. A.R. Fox was the heartbeat of that promotion. If you're not familiar with A.R. Fox, a lot of the stuff that Top Flight does, a lot of the stuff, even the Young Bucks do, uh, they are predated by A.R. Fox. He's kind of the originator, none greater. Of that style. Obviously, there are people even before him, but you get what I'm saying. Modern day flips and shits in America, AR Fox is your guy. So I would recommend if you don't know who this guy is, YouTube it. Get familiar with them. But this was a fun match. Samoa Joe, AR Fox, TNT Championship match. What would you think?
1: Uh, Just that it was fun. I mean, again, it felt a little filler, but that's, you know, Samoa Joe just won the TNT Championship. That's very common, right? We have a match out the gate that isn't really... This isn't leading to a pay-per-view, right? But we need the champ to wrestle. And, and this was fine. AR Fox puts on a good show, like you said. And we got the spot I referenced earlier, but with a bit of a unique twist where the, as we say, miss sometimes, right? So Samoa Joe, to his credit, is like the only guy who seems to just, you see somebody going up for a top rope thing. He's like, well, I'm just going to walk away from that and let them hit the ground. And he looks back like, you idiots. Well, with A.R. Fox, that guy can land on his feet. And so here he's like this chump and turns around to a boot to his face, right? Like that spot. But that's kind of the only thing that maybe
0: really I think I'll remember well, long term from it, right? But then he did it again. So then inside the mm-hmm. ring, A.R. Fox mm-hmm. did another flip. And Samoa Joe's like, no, I'm going to clown you. See? <laughs> yeah, and walked yeah. away. So I like that yeah. he still got his shit in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, good match. It showed that A.R. Fox is of the upper echelon, not uh, the the you know, Devarians and uh, who's that diet Brock Lesnar guy, that guy, you know, he's not of that caliber. He's a little bit higher than on the Parker Boudreaux Austrian, or something. Like that. Yeah. Whatever diet yeah. Brock. Um, yeah. But Samoa Joe gets the win. Uh, after the match, Joe calls himself the king of television. I love that name. If you're going to be the TV champ, just say you're the king of television. That yeah. rules. I like that a lot.
1: I like it. Yeah, that was a good line.
0: Now, what doesn't rule is what Wardlow said. Now Wardlow, uh, side note, looked amazing. That guy looked like the lead of every Lifetime Christmas special movie you're gonna watch that yeah, gets the girl.
1: Well, yeah, you could tell me, like, if I'm somewhere in they like, "Hey, clearly, way we got a VIP coming through," and Wardlow walks, so I'm like, "Yep, I don't know yep. what he does, but yep,
0: that guy's yep, important." it totally makes sense. Yeah, you know, the Chiefs or something. He, like he's, uh, <laughs> you know, you're yeah. just like, yeah. He is dreamy, but what he is not good at so far is coming up with one-liners because uh, Wardlow's World sounds like the third level of a new Mario video game. Like, I yeah. don't give a shit about Wardlow's World. That's a yeah. dumb.
1: Like Saturday yeah. morning cartoons here, yeah.
0: Exactly, yeah. Yeah, Luigi's side quest to, to get on the same level as Mario. It's Wardlow's World. Look at me. It's fuck out of here, dork. But... Wardlow um so they're gonna I just hope
1: I just don't like
0: uh, yeah I think we've said
1: this the the Wardlow run as a top guy is out and is not going to get it back from this feud with Samoa Joe so I don't know where we go from here I I'd I'd have Samoa Joe walk away with the title at the end of this and I don't know what I'd do
0: with Wardlow so what would you do with this because we also saw a video package of powerhouse Hobbs talking about hey you Want to know the book of Hobbes and where it originated and these streets right here? And you saw guys playing dice, and when Powerhouse walked by, over there. like, Hey, is that guy gonna rob us? Like, what the hell? And Powerhouse is kind of like, Maybe,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe oh, well, yeah. I will. Yeah, so button? and I like this if we're gonna say more who is Powerhouse Hobbes. This is legit, will Powerhouse Hobbs upbringing from what he's told us? Um, and so that's great. I just that's good character work does it like i don't know that that's going to be a store right like i don't, I don't want to use i grew up in the ghetto as part of the story right maybe the ghetto is pro- improper term but you know what i mean like i and mm-hmm. I, I just so it's good character work but i think I, I already understood that about powerhouse hobbs i guess but i guess if they hadn't put that in front of the camera that's fine um i just i don't know where like why we're seeing this vignette now, right? That's the one that stuck out to me. Out, That's a debut vignette.
0: Yes, that's yeah. what I felt, is this is when I don't know who this person even is. Mm-hmm. This oh, is Razor okay. Ramon's
1: introduction videos, right? right?
0: But we've seen Paras Hobbs. Paras Hobbs is one of the few that had a match with CM Punk. You know what I mean? Right. Like we've seen him yeah. in high caliber yeah. spots. So I don't need to be resetting Paras Hobbs. The-, the only thing I think you could, t- not the only thing, again, AW so far has had very creative ideas that I thought were better than some of the ones I could come up with. And I think I'm fucking good. You know what I mean? But the only thing I can think of is now MJF is the champion. And I don't think powerhouse Hobbs is going after the championship. However, the only thing that can contrast the, the mean streets of New York would be the high class limo rides of mjf or people like that so i just don't know who that is so yeah yeah. and again he lost to samoa joe and so he just retreats to his yeah there's some details in there that we need to figure out but for me look i got my action figures up here t mac toy wrestling if you want to check it out this is what needs to fucking happen right there tnt champion powerhouse hops
1: yeah, but I think we could have called this back when when the the Wardlow thing was going. I think we understood that was because of MJF's storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I, like, if if we had to decide between, hey, we've got two guys of similar stature and a similar attack to the wrestling style, between Powerhouse Hobbs and Wardlow, if you weren't making them a tag team, I don't know why you had two separate acts doing the same thing. And I would I would stick with the Powerhouse Hobbs over the Wardlow. Mm-hmm. If I was running with a, one of them.
0: Now you mentioned Wardlow and you also mentioned MJF that takes us right into our next segment. MJF debuts on dynamite one, a new championship and two that he is now our AEW champion. This had a lot in it. For as credit as MJF is, it was a bit long winded. Now the end of it, we got the shit we were looking for. And to his credit, he was tasked with talk about the firm, talk about your challengers, talk about how this regal thing came about, bring up the new title and then do the regal thing. Like he had five things to do. So it wasn't like he could yeah. do that in two minutes.
1: Yeah, you're right. And he did do all those things. And I think if we were to drop any off, you could have avoided the talk of the firm. We could have got to that later. Nobody was, that wasn't the first question on everybody's mind. I don't think. Right. right? Yeah, I But agree. he brought it up. I I like, and it, what he said was fine. Right. Like, yeah, hey, you know what? I don't blame him. You saw a weakness. In fact, I would have done the same thing. I would have – I think may, it might have fit a little bit better if he would have been like, but this is your warning, right? Like, can't get away with that again, right? Like that yeah. kind of thing maybe. But that's fine. He rolled that off and moved on. And then he starts digging into more – the title thing got me because I thought, oh, we're debuting a new title. That's fine. It's been a couple of years. This will be all right." And then it's just the Burberry. Burberry. <laughs> just Burberry.
0: <laughs> That just so the belt cool. yeah, Burberry. I was like, that is Burberry that was so great cuz I even remember cuz my wife was sitting uh next to me and she was reading her book I was like hey they're going to debut a new title and she's like oh well we'll look like I was like let's see together and then they you know regal pulls off the the black uh yeah. the black curtain there and she's like that's the same thing and then they zoom in I was like, but it's Burberry and she's like <laughs> MJ she's aware of who MJF is, right? Yes. So she's like, mm-hmm. God
1: Yeah, MJF. that's a great heel move, right? Like yeah. he shit on the how ugly the title was. It was classless, tacky, looked terrible, reminded me of all the other people that wore it. So I need something new, something that'll look, you know, completely unique. And then it's
0: the same thing. <laughs> it's just got his Burberry on it. So great. Now, one thing, one thing that they could do that I think a lot of people would be into. Cause if you go look at wwe com, they have this it is customized titles. Now I don't know how much that's going to cost you. Right. But go on WWE shop. Probably you can lot. get the Kansas city Chiefs super bowl, uh, yeah. WWE title. You can get the undertaker. The yeah. Stone Cold, oh, the these title belts
1: that. are the price of a, of a decent new car, right? Like they're, they're five but, figures and, and mid, uh, you know what I mean? Like range, but, but you, if the payoff is changing. the marketing, right? Yeah, but if
0: you're just changing the thing, I mean, you could sell a lot of that, right? Hangman gets the title back. He puts fucking uh, you know, like bull horns on the top yep. of it. You sell that, you know, like you could do some things with that. So I'm not hating the idea of customized titles. I just thought the, the build up and then the payoff was a little some Hangman little bull
1: horns good. on the th- yeah. I
0: would, I would hate it. <laughs> title, I'd buy it. Good stuff. Yeah. So, the thing that I thought was the most interesting. And I am not one of these guys who's like, Oh, I told you so. Cause again, you got a fucking story, right? Cool. Nerd. But what I did like is he named some people of like who we kind of wants to fight indirectly. First person he mentions. Well, so the first person I want to talk about is Ricky Starks. Obviously winter is coming. So that's good. Get that one in there. He mentions Brian Danielson, Brian mm-hmm. Danielson, starts to get the side eye from William Regal. William Regal kind of is like, wait a minute, what? Hey, we're cool with like throwing John Moxley to the side, but you talking about, about my son? Again, he's not as real. But you know what? He gave him the look like, let's, let's stop there. We don't need to talk about Blackpool Combat Club anymore. He also mentions the Mad King, Eddie Kingston, and says he'll never be champion again. And I'm telling you, the money, the you could just have a money tree with this feud of Eddie Kingston the Dusty Rhodes of 2023 Mm -hmm. and MJF the Ric Flair of 2023 and just fucking go and i like not always together but kind of like how JES and Blackpool Combat Club are diametrically opposite the the promos all of that will be oh but I would always have them bump into each other, bump out, bump. Like, from now on, these two need to be connected at the hip because they are diametrically opposite, Oh, again, but same. yeah,
1: if this were kayfabe, we're, we believe all this is real, we're watching this, those two dudes hate each other. Yeah. They don't get along, they don't drink the same booze, they don't go after the same women, they don't like the same music, they don't wear yep, the same nothing. clothes, nothing. They don't vote for the same people, nothing. Right. They hate each other.
0: But they're both competitive alpha males, alpha being mm-hmm. in air quotes. And so that's what makes them so similar. And so, yes, I just now, if I'm guessing, if I have the pen here, here it is again. I think we get through Ricky Starks. I think we even do some stuff after winter is coming. Maybe Shenanigans gets MJF a, a win. We do a rematch, something like that. Then we get Brian Danielson, because what we're going to talk about here in just a second but then the payoff next summer, you do Eddie Kingston, MJF, you crown Eddie Kingston. I cry. I hand over my credit card to AW. I say, do whatever you want with it. I have a high spending limit. This is the greatest thing in the world.
1: Don't spend don't that know. all in one place. Actually. I mean, you might only be able to spend that in one place, but you know, it's a- but whatever. I, I have good <laughs> right.
0: credit. So you can go wherever you want with the pal. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Any Eddie one Kingston. place, but probably just one place.
0: <laughs> but Eddie Kingston right. is champion. I just, I cannot wait. So the reason why I said Brian Danielson, we're going to get to oh, pretty yeah. quick is they talk about how this came about. MJF said he got an email from Regal. Regal's like, Hey, I see something in you. I could take you to heights that you've never been before. MJF says, Sure. And so that's how the swerve on John Moxley happened. And then as he's kind of wrapping up the promo, you see him put on brass knuckles, walks behind Regal. Regal's like, ha, ha, ha." Still kind of, hey, what the hell? He's talking about Brian Daniels and still seemed a little upset about that. And then MJF, whop, hits him with the brass knuckles. William Regal fell, fell down dead. Fell down dead. 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 And I can't remember exactly because I didn't write it down. and I'm not going to look it up because we don't fact check. But he essentially said like, hey, I'm going to tell you what you told me. The times have passed you by and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And when you got good stuff, hit me up yeah. then.
1: So, you know, when he first ever approached the William Regal aspect of this, he mentions the email that William Regal, he said, keep sending me things. And I kept sending you things. And then you came back and we're like, hey. We only take the best of the best, like step it up. And when you do, you know what I mean? When you get something better than average, call me. And so he repeated that verbatim, only changing the MJF industries or whatever instead of WWE. And just, I mean, we've said this before. MJF is a master at he, the payoff for this moment and this episode was sprinkled in seven weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Right? Like seven yeah. weeks ago into something else that we thought was going a completely different way on a minor character becomes uh, a callback for a major moment. And that is the stuff where that's what makes him, I feel in my opinion, light years better than most doing this right now.
0: Everyone except for yeah. Eddie
1: Kingston. But he did sprinkle in the, he's like, hey, he's, he's back to the bidding war of 2024 and he says, and hopefully the con will We'll pay up, and he's like, "Oh, and I'm not talking about Tony, right? Talking about my good old jolly Saint Nick, right? And trips, yeah. right? Like throwing those in there, um, you know, because that's going to be good fodder for the twitters and
0: the and all that. That's good stuff. That angle of the promo, I'll, I'll, let's talk about that a little bit. So, yeah. we'll we'll back up a little bit. That angle of the promo is getting a little bit tiresome. A little that's tongue cheek right?
1: It's a little bit over. Yeah,
0: there. it's a little yeah, like get closer to 2024 and saying it, but like, brother, I don't want to hear that for 12 months. You know what I mean? Now yeah. with that being said, the, yeah, other I don't part- need to
1: find, I don't need to hear your inventive ways to say the word triple over the next yeah. 13 weeks. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Right. But the, the aspect that I did like is he got it in front of, Oh, you guys are cheering me. Well, guess what? You're going to boo me in like three weeks. Cause you're going to say I'm boring or I don't wrestle and all this. And he's like, suck it. Which
1: awesome. is which is why why this is so great that he said that is because timestamp anybody, you know, the millions and millions of fans watching this at home on YouTube. Uh-huh. Come on. Timestamp this. That is exactly what is going to happen.
0: Oh, it probably is so.
1: exactly what is going to happen.
0: So let's go as on. As good as
1: MJF is. And we love him. Like, they're going to the people People are like, he just says the same thing over and over again. Be like, no, he doesn't. He he delivers the same way. He has the same pomp and, you know, like pompous attitude. But what he's saying is, but anyway, that's what they're going to say. And, it's, and, I mean, I like that he said, no, no, I'm not going to wrestle much. Because I'm an attraction. You fucking marks.
0: <laughs> hey, like, yeah. Idiots. So. Works let's wrap this up and then we'll go on a quick side quest. So MJF leaves, uh, William Regal laying. They take him out on a stretcher as they take him out on a stretcher. Brian Danielson runs out. He doesn't have one boot on. He has like, it looks like he just came out of the shower and half dressed mm-hmm. to run out yeah. there to be next to William Regal.
1: He should have had like shampoo and soap. All yeah. over. That would have been a nice, it would have been great.
0: <laughs> So they so they stretch him out. They take him into the hospital, or they take him in the ambulance to take him to the hospital. Brian Danielson leaves with them, and now here, let's go on a quick side quest because I said this on our Twitter at Table Show, and I will say this till I'm mm. red in the face with anger. But mm. you, I, don't, I it's so maddening. I don't even know the exact words of insults because I can't think of the right one, except for ones that I can't say of just how. Fucking miserable! You stupid fans are. That when you saw it in a great angle on television, and you saw, oh my god! Again, we're watching TV here. Oh my god! MJF left. William Regal lane That man dead. We've been told was not supposed to be hit because of how fragile he is. Might not and ever MJF, walk again. And MJF went there and he left on a stretcher. And so I go on Twitter, expecting, stupidly. To talk about the things we fucking saw on television, but you fucks all want to write. This is him going to WWE. See, this is Triple H did the tweet on the SummerSlam or whatever the uh, Survivor Series of War Games, and that made, shut the fuck up. Like I want to hit every one of you in the fucking face for just being. Because who cares about your dumb fucking guesses about what really happens? Like watch television. I love, I love, Tim, when me and you talk about what do you think is going to happen in this story on the television that we're fucking watching or phone or however you're consuming it, right? What, how is this going to happen on the television? But no one gives a fuck about your stupid guesses about backstage like you're some insider like you're fucking Adam Scheffler with the fucking ESPN NFL insider shit. No one cares about you like that. Just fucking talk about what you see on television. It's so dumb. Yeah. How well "Well, because like and, and it's it's like you said like I think
1: look man if if when Triple H took over we were like all right well who's all the people he's gonna bring back of course William Regal is on that list that everybody was like, well yeah, I probably go back at some point. But like I don't like I don't need to know like when it happens I'll be like, ah oh, this is the moment. Like I will just see it when it happens. Right? Like he'll eventually his don't... contract will be up and he'll probably go back there because he has a higher job there than probably than he has here today. Like fine. Fine. But like I don't I don't need to like see like you're saying the on-screen thing and be like this is it? This is when he signs the contract now over there like I don't care. Like but I really don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah. But it misses the point. The point of that segment was MJF went heel on the villain. Oh my god, what else could the devil do next? That's the point of the fucking segment. And now yeah. potentially you've ignited the American Dragon, right? The the greatest wrestler in the company, that's what we've been told millions of times from CM Punk to Dax Right, because how's he going to react
1: about this, you know?
0: How is he going to react to it? So the ending talking point should be, oh, fuck, MJF is about to get his ass kicked by the greatest wrestler in the world, and MJF is willing to go to depths we didn't even know, so what would he do to keep his title? Yeah. And instead, <clears throat> and instead, Tim, the yeah. conversation is, Oh, so he's going to WWE? Like, oh, and that's fucking it. ruined
1: it. So, and that's it. Is I think like if I don't follow Twitter for a whole lot of other television shows, right? But I imagine I don't see if, let's say, I'm watching—I don't know—fill in the blank, Law and Order. If they kill a character on the show, I don't think I—I I feel like I go on Twitter and see people going like, "Ah, see, now his contract's up because he's going to start starring in this movie." uh and he's got a film over there like i I just don't feel like that's the major talking point sure somebody may bring it up like tmz or something but like it it doesn't it's not the driving force of the show yeah to me they killed the william regal character here and now we have brian danielson who has said the last couple weeks this man is my father you know in so many words yeah Yeah. yeah he's a figure but so now he's going to come back to that, and and my mind more went to first instead of anything about William Regal was okay. So then when he's upset and he's like, "I'm going to murder MJF's face," who's with me? Come on, Mox, and Mox is like, "I don't give a fuck," right? And then he's okay. like, well, "What do you mean you don't give a fuck?" And he'd be like, "What do you mean I don't give a fuck?" And then what do we have there, right? That was where I thought, but again, to your like, you're saying, "No, no, that's not what people want to talk about," apparently. They want to talk about how he's going to go back so he can say war games
0: or yeah, that's all you want. That's
1: all you want. Like you just want him back so you can hear war games. They can play that
0: on a, on a recording. Well, but (laughs) it goes back to one of the things that I still just dislike about this whole internet wrestling community. It's the number one driving force of what I dislike about being in this space is people want to be propped up for guesses or for, uh, predictions. I know he's going to go to WWE, and then when he does, I told you so. Who the fuck cares what you guessed, right? Or William Regal turns on John Moxley at full, yeah. told you so. See, this is what was going to happen. Who gives a fuck? Just have fun. Guess, if you're right, cool. It's a fucking TV show. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, who shot JR? I bet you fucks weren't guessing like, oh, dude, I told you it was a dream the whole fucking time. No one shot JR. <laughs> like, you fucking... Dummies? Yeah. Dummies. LA night. Yeah. 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 I've been saying that so much. Yeah. But like, it's not cool. You're not cool. You're not special. You're not smart. you also don't have some sort of insider knowledge
1: like everybody's already talking about this like we all understood william regal is destined to go back to nxt uh side quest (laughs) side note i don't think he should i feel like he's gotten better television time here than as Mm -hmm. the commissioner of nxt he was boring over there
0: sorry well but like i don't care i just i just want to see my stories like if he stays with aew I will not go to anyone and be like, see, I told you, you say, go WWE and yeah. he stayed. <laughs> I don't, it doesn't shut up. Like, shut yeah. up.
1: Yeah, this was an amazing story told, being told. Yeah. And everybody wants to say, like, see,
0: it's over for him now.
1: He's yeah. gone. Tim, it's
0: like, Tim we're going to clip this and we're going to post it on our social media. I'll even time it for you because you're smarter than me with the clipping and stuff. But like, if you are the fucking person who just talks about backstage. And this is what Tony, Tony Khan's backstage meeting. Shut the fuck up. Like, fight me. I want to beat you in the face with how dumb your fucking wrestling habits are. Tom
1: is not holding back. Tom is upset with you. I'm
0: fucking mad, man. You're ruining Mm -hmm. something that's fun. That was a good fucking segment. And all you dumb shits want to talk about is the real life status of where William Regal will work. So Ricky Starks took on Ari Davari next. But before he does, <laughs> the match begins with uh Stokely Hathaway and Ethan this Page. This episode is gonna be called out.
1: Side Quest. We've had a couple <laughs> side <Yeah>. quests.
0: <laughs> so Stokely Hathaway, Ethan Page, and hmm. Matt Hardy walk out. And if you've been paying attention to Elevation and Dark, you know that <laughs> yeah. Matt Hardy and Private Party. Yeah. And private party, their contracts are owned by the firm and they've been going back and forth with they disobey the firm. The firm gets pissed, but ah, shit. And then they go on. Matt Hardy gets a big pop. He gets the fans chanting. da, da, da. They tell him to get the fuck out. He says, OK, Ethan Page then says, hey, Ricky, you're going to that uh, dynamite diamond ring. So am I. And then Ricky starts like, cool. And then beats Ari Davari, And that's it what did you think this kind of was weird right
1: yeah it was weird uh the 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 biggest smile was when you know matt hardy's doing this delete thing he's like
0: man you better get your ass
1: back. <laughs> wrong? he's like this is supposed to hype up the page right now you know that <laughs> love it yeah love it yeah they're I, really good again the firm I, I will love the firm if they're not involved in anything too major right if we get side storylines are sprinkled in with with Stokely Hathaway annoyed because his gang of misfits can't seem to do a few things right, but they still, you know, what I mean, still get a victory or two for an Ethan Page or something like that. I, I think the firm works fine here with the characters they have. um Anything more than this, I think, will be a little bit well, nauseating. But I, I liked this here. It just, again, felt a little bit filler. Uh, but again, at least it had an entertaining cast of characters around the filler, if you will. It wasn't just Ethan yeah. Page coming out being like. I think you suck, just like these yes. people.
0: I just would the, the match seemed odd. I would have had during that promo Navari, mm. who's a heel, yeah, try to give a get a roll up on Ricky Starks and then Ricky Starks roll that rolls that out into a finisher. Hey, guess what? That's why I'm so good. But it just felt like we all watch up on the ramp. Now that's dumb. Done. done now we. Come fight. To me, yeah. And then I'm done with you. And it' was like, well, man. You even made look made him look more like a chump than he was before, but I, Ricky Starks, I felt like he did get that backstage interview and he got this match. I just feel like turn it up a little bit more. I want more Ricky Stark what again, yeah, we don't have a good unifying
1: the- reason for what he's doing. I want to get well, behind this character, and I like doing the thing, and you know what I mean like but I, but what's what's he chasing? What do we really want here?
0: Well, but that's what I was going to say is very similar to how earlier in the night we talked about powerhouse Hobbs gets this origin story of kind of like what a debut is. Maybe at this current moment, give that to Ricky Starks and tell me why he wants this championship so bad because mm-hmm. everyone wants to be champion, right? From yeah. our best friend, Cutie Marshall to John Moxley and everyone else on the roster wants to be the champion of the world. But why specifically for Ricky Starks as we go into Winter is Coming? That's what I wish was a little bit more clearly defined. Maybe we get that next week. But this just felt like Ricky Starks. And it was like, okay, so what next? Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks. Yeah. <laughs> right, like so, yeah. okay. So, again, Ricky Starks. It's Dana military. Brooke. <laughs> yeah. We find out Ricky Starks and Ethan Page will be in that Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal. So that'll be something to watch. Uh, after this match, Rolls right up backstage. Off the uh, yep, just like just like it should. Yeah. Uh, we go backstage, and Britt Baker is talking with Tony Schiavone. And again, Jamie Hayter doesn't get to speak. Uh, but she says, hey, why does Soraya keep getting these sit-downs? Because on Friday night, again, we record on Thursday, Friday night, Soraya will do a sit-down with Renee Paquette. And yeah. she says, Tony, next week, you talk to Jamie Hayter and they go okay fine sure and then yeah. that's the end of the segment so what'd you think of that well
1: i guess that again right jamie hater can't get a word in edgewise because baker's doing all the talking for her, even though hater is the champion but also the last couple of weeks i've picked up on a little bit of of shade she's throwing tony shivani's way this used to be they were friends and he was all in on the thing now it's like shut the fuck up do what i said do, do the fucking do the dmd thing don't you fucking you know what i mean mm-hmm. and he's like all right yeah, fine so uh Oh, like, no. Right. Like, uh oh, trouble in paradise there.
0: I don't like mm-hmm. that. Yeah.
1: What happens there? Yeah. I think we're headed for this Hater Baker throwdown, right?
0: Eventually. Yeah, yeah. Eventually. But again, it's slow rolling. We get...
1: It's slow rolling there. Yeah. We're not there yet, but and we're we... going to get there.
0: And so next week we get a sit down interview, hopefully with Jamie Hater. That should tell us a lot because if Britt Baker just cuts her off every time, maybe we just shotgun that right now. But should be interesting to see what happens there. And that kicked off, Tim, the women's quarter hour, because then after that, we got Willow Nightingale taking on Anna JS. And for as angry as I get at the stupid internet wrestling fans that I just talked about earlier, I get just as happy seeing Willow on my TV. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think she's the best. I want to give her a hug. I want to just talk about puppies and what's your favorite kind of chocolate. And I just want to see her beat the shit out of Anna JS. And I loved it. And this is checked all the boxes for me, except for I didn't get to give her a hug. What'd you think? Uh,
1: good. And I, we had kind of said this too, like sometimes we've got these folks that we're getting behind, but we got to win something. Right. And a little bit to shock and awe. I was kind of surprised we got to win here.
0: Yeah. Again, I think she's great. I said this on uh, our Twitter at table show again and uh, hashtag tweet the table or write us an email, whatever you feel like. Tell me what you think about this, Tim. I don't know if you saw the tweet. Willow Nightingale, bubbly, just great. Again, you just want to give her a hug and just skip. I always just want to skip when I see her walking out. I'm like, I'm skipping with her. She's great. What would you think of a mixed tag with her and our favorite wrestler, Eddie Kingston. Wouldn't Ugh. that be just great? The grumpiness and happiness just mixed yeah, together. Yeah, if, if like he's
1: trying to teach her how to be more vicious. Yeah, and you know And she's about? like, "Listen, you need to relax. You need to like calm yeah. down. Look at this beautiful skyline over here." And i will be like, "What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking and about? And you like, just you know, a- guy got
0: stabbed over in that building once." <laughs> <laughs> but then, like as the relationship progresses, like you catch him. Mouthing the words to the newest Taylor Swift song, and she's like, "What'd you?" Do? And he's like, "No, yeah. I didn't say nothing." Or,
1: or, or like, "Yeah, we like she says something, and we catch him smiling, and she's like oh, and he's like, "What? No, no, no." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: and then she walks Smiley. off, and he's like, "I'm the anti-hero." Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I if think he's humming too. her
1: her entrance music, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, that would be great. I just think picks up a awesome lollipop characters.
1: she left or something. And he's like,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I just think they would be great. They just yeah. seem so much fun together. But after
1: he wins the world heavyweight title and then
0: yeah, after right. he wins the world yeah. heavyweight championship and after she wins the TBS championship, mm-hmm. but we'll get there in just a second. After the match here, Willow Nightingale wins as she should. Uh, we get Ty Melo who was out there with Anna JS trying to help out Anna JS and they're hugging. Okay. Everything's good. Anna's selling that like, man, I got fucked up here. I'm not a hundred percent. And then out of the blue, destination oh Ruby 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 Soho, and Ruby Soho is back, and she takes it right to the face of Ty Mello. What right there in your noggin, uh, Ruby Soho back in AEW. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. You know, I I've never been a whole lot behind the Ruby Soho Ruby Riot, Heidi Lovelace. Persona character, so I'm not jumping out of my seats like I was when Hangman comes back. Um, Mm -hmm. it did stick out to me that uh, you know, we used to deride uh Sasha Banks because I'm back and my hair color's different. (laughs) Well, well, we got some of that, right? (laughs) So I just kind of was like, all right, you know, this will be fine. Again, like she's very, very Competent, very, very good at what mm-hmm. she does. Crowd get behind her. That song is a hit, so it's not going to be anything bad. uh So fine, yeah. I was like, all right, this is fine, and you know, she's gonna work time mellow around the ring for a, a time or two. It's, you know, it's fun to see her fight sometimes. I'll give her that.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, in her defense, unlike Sasha, this wasn't a heel turn where
1: right, yeah, <laughs> Sasha yeah, Sasha
0: Banks had red hair. She turns on Natty. I've got blue hair now. What the fuck is that? now i
1: have blue hair
0: <laughs> like yeah a- you idiot oh, god sasha's so bad speaking of sasha though uh-huh. oh and then the other thing i was gonna say is with ruby soho uh the thing that i hope is it does feel like there's something there there's some type of connection there's some type of something but i think hopefully this time around post-injury the second time we get to see Ro- ruby soho debut as it would be a little bit more direction a little bit more focus what are we doing why are we here I like the interaction she had with Eddie Kingston. If you want to bump her into Eddie Kingston some more, where like he gets off the straight and narrow, she pulls him in. Okay. But like for her, what are you doing here? Right. So that's what I would say.
1: Now I was talking about, we talked off air on what happened on rampage Mm -hmm. and we were trying to figure out what happened. Isn't Rampage where Eddie Kingston said he is going to get on the straight and narrow? That his friends were right now that he had his match with his... With yeah, with the, his hero and he beat name? him. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, I think they're right. Now I need... And remember when I said, is, Andy, is he going to try? And you're like,
0: no. <laughs> it's like,
1: is he going to be like, they were right? And you're like,
0: absolutely not.
1: But now he says he is. Is he yeah. just going to fail so. miserably at it? That's probably what's going to happen. No,
0: he's going to win everything because he deserves it. Well, I mean like uh, of trying to
1: be on the straight and narrow and trying to like oh, do the yeah, right thing. Know. He'll fail yeah. miserably at that.
0: But someone will get him on the straight and narrow, maybe Ruby Soho. Maybe. And then that's what gets maybe. him to the title. Willow. Maybe. Willow. Maybe. Willow. The best Willow in wrestling. Suck it, Jeff Hardy. Um, but as I mentioned, Willow Nightingale needs to be the TBS champion. Hey, we need champion. to make a suck
1: it, Jeff Hardy shirts. I'm going to write that down.
0: Write that down. But Willow needs to be the TBS champion because Jade Cargill has maxed out her position as the TBS champion. There is legitimately no challenges for her because we do the Jade Cargill TBS championship celebration and she brought it. I thought, I thought if you just watched her and nothing else around it, you just zero in on her and she gives that promo backstage, for example. And she
1: literally, literally looks like a million dollars. Like she literally has like a million dollars plastered all over. She literally looks like a superstar in this.
0: She, this isn't even me being like attracted to Jade Carr, right, no, yeah. like in that way. Physically, she is the most impressive person in wrestling. Just when I look at her, I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Not, not sexual. Do you eat not a carb? Even,
1: like, like, do you? I'm just like, how do you maintain? Yeah.
0: You are yeah. just like perfection. Physically, just, yeah, she's the like arms. the Randy
1: Orton of female wrestling, where you just like, yeah. how did you just wake up out of bed with your like body perfectly proportioned, like 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 Leonardo da Vinci carved you?
0: Like, you? Yeah, but she didn't ruin it with like sleeve tattoos of skulls. Like she is <laughs> yeah, just right.
1: Yeah, there's that
0: absolutely yeah. <laughs> stunning. It's like she. I'm not kidding. She should get and some again, sleeve
1: this... tattoos of just dollars. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> just but like. Not and I'm again I'm not trying to objectify her. Right. But when if I'm tweeting during the show or whatever, and her music comes on and I catch it in the corner of my eye, I stop because it's just
1: no, she looks like what remember like in Sparta where they like CGI'd abs onto everybody yeah. and stuff like that. It looks not real. I'm like, how did you do that? Like like and it then... looks like somebody literally carved you out of a human blob and sent you
0: out there. Yeah. Yeah, and then when you find out she's a mother, she birthed mm. a human Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's incredible. It's yeah. uh, incredible.
1: But you're right. She does her parts all here just fine. She says all the things. Now, she's yes. like, look, she even says what we're saying. If you show anybody who's never seen this before, line is all up, they're going to say I'm the star. And that's like, a fact. All of that. All of that's great. All of it now, done well.
0: Everything outside. Oh, I even like
1: that that she said, Hey, I kicked that bitch out. Why are you motherfuckers hanging out with her? Like, well, so
0: here, (laughs) let's get into that. So, this is where things started to fall apart really quick. So, she says, Hey, I kicked out Kira Hogan. She didn't name Mm -hmm. her by name, but I kicked out Kira Hogan. So, what are you two doing hanging out with her? And this is where everything fell apart quick because they don't say, anything they don't even yeah they just stay as if they didn't hear her right and so then jade doesn't acknowledge that hey i said something to you they don't defend what they didn't answer me right yeah yeah so that was clunky right there and then i'm hoping okay we're gonna get saraya or someone walks out nope we get bow wow on the screen yeah Yeah. just and for the hot streak that celebrities have been having in wrestling in the last year and a half he was the complete opposite for everything that johnny knoxville pat mcafee uh ebenezer paul and all those fuckers are doing and then bow wow comes and just nosedives that
1: shit well and just like bow wow you couldn't have wiped the screen on your phone camera that you took this video with? It looked and, like and it you was didn't... CCTV footage. Like, I don't yeah. know
0: what is going on. And you can't even really say sentences because you're like, yeah, girl, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. You... What the fuck did you even say? So, And, Tim, and why are we doing this? What? Why well, is Bow Wow
1: that. feuding?
0: Well, so social Cargill. media, right? He says, what's up, girl? She says, you ain't worth my time. I'm bow. Right. So that's the origin sure. story of this. Now.
1: Unless that was Tim, planted.
0: Well, so here's the th- the thought that I have. And again, uh, to you dorks out there that are about to say, oh, you guys are just doing what Tom talked about earlier. No, we're not. We're talking about what we're going to see on screen. You fuck boy or girl, idiot or non-binary. I don't give a fuck. You all suck if you're talking about that shit. Um you fuck they. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> they. But him. Oh, mm-hmm. this is what scares me. You I say know. Bow Wow. You say Jade Cargill. You got the baddies. You are you are going towards a specific hip-hop demographic. Now I'm gonna say a couple things here. It is a hip-hop demographic. Bow Wow. He is mentored and has been mentored since he was little. Bow Wow by Snoop Dogg. Well,
1: that's his. That's like his uncle, isn't it? Well,
0: Probably. Well, I don't. I, I don't know his if his it's like a real uncle. Or some shit like that. No, I think it is. I, okay, so all right. Well, then let's say they're related. I don't know, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah, all right. But if not,
1: there. there's a very close relationship
0: right, that is very well close documented. Right. Now, Snoop Dogg is also related to Blue Hair, Well, Sasha Banks.
1: Do now I know see- you know so I know we've seen some everybody's been discussing Sasha Banks and a return to wrestling on both sides of the fence here because on WWE side she's out here shit talking Ronda Rousey uh on Twitter which uh, you know what, honestly could be real or could be part of a scripted thing I don't at this point who knows um so everybody's like aha she's going to come back and feud with the Ronda Rousey and I, I suppose that could happen but it kind of feels like I, yeah, it kind of feels like he she's gonna Jade Cargill is gonna be so pissed with Bow wow and she's gonna be like, like, well, you wouldn't come in here and get your ass whooped too? And he'd be like, Well, I'm not gonna fight you. Oh, man, you know,
0: I'm not gonna do that. But I've got family. Well, I would say behind you, do the the backstabber thing yeah. into the rolled submission.
1: The first moment. You can book this. Sasha Banks, the A.W., the first moment you hear Jade Cargill call herself the boss. Mm-hmm. moment that happens, this is, oh. this is a wrap.
0: <laughs> now, the a thing wrap. that I would do. Ooh, I like that. Here's the thing that I would say, though. If you do that, you can't let it linger. Because then, as we saw with William Regal talk, everyone's mm-hmm. going to guess. You, here's how we're again, Let's just have fun fantasy booking here, right? Sasha's coming to A.W. Fantasy
1: booking, the on-screen product
0: on-screen product right let's, let's subtitle yes. that Um, this is what I would do I would say Jade gets in Bow Wow's face they're both in the ring and after weeks and weeks of back and forth that no one really gives a shit about Jade Garkill, who's bigger than Bow Wow corners him and is like who you think you are you're nothing around here I'm the boss and then he just looks up and is like oh man that wasn't good Should've Said that. And then she goes, what, what's going to happen now? And then that's when he points behind her. Sasha does that back her into the thing that submission has her looking forward. And then that's when Bow Wow can get on his hands and knees and be like, you fucking fucked up. Ha 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 ha. And then Sasha. Now it's boss time. Yeah. Oh God. But that's where you get up. So here's what I'll say. Though. And maybe not,
1: maybe none of that happens, but if it doesn't maybe happen. Man, what the fuck else are we doing with Bow Wow? Yeah. I don't even like that suggestion. I don't want Sasha Banks near AEW at all. I don't I hate it. I, agree. I mean, it, yeah. it'll be pulled off well if we if we say it this way cuz of course we're great, but yeah. If that's not where we're going with this. The fuck are we going with this? What? There is nothing. There is nobody. Bow Wow can bring out from behind that curtain that is isn't Charlotte Flair if their name is not Sasha Banks, that is going to make any
0: of this worth it. So I don't know why we're doing this. The thing I fear so that's the best case scenario, which again, me and you agree, Sasha Banks and AEW, I ain't with it. I don't want it. No, but what else could it be, right? My fear is this is the Satnam Singh debut where the lights go out lights come back on who the fuck's that guy and everyone's kind of like oh we've well, got some guy. other
1: giant woman now now there's like a seven yeah. foot three woman who right. we've never heard we got, of
0: yeah we got some and bow japanese, wows or manager yeah some japanese killer over there in shimmer that we've never we've got seen big bark you.
1: and yeah. she's
0: and she, <laughs> she takes like, her out uh, you know uh, i don't know but as mentioned, Jade Cargill has maxed out this TBS championship. She 100%. needs to be, it's over, have her retire. They'd so be like, I don't want this anymore. I relinquish it, but she never loses like something because she's past this. She's a star. Have her take out Jamie Hader. I like Jamie Hader. Jade Cargill is the shit. Let's move on. Uh, um, We get now after that women's quarter hour, We get to the main event. It is match three between the death triangle and the elite. And what are you thinking about this? So this was match three. Uh, Spoiler, the elite win, but we'll talk about a little bit. How are you feeling about the series? We kind of wanted a sweep, but now the elite got the win. How are you feeling about all of this?
1: Yeah. Yeah, if you're not doing the sweep, then fine. Make it a, you know, like they said, they're back in the series, and that's fine. I just, it has never been our favorite style of wrestling, albeit you have two of the best groups to ever do this style doing it. So I don't want to shit on that. You know, if you like this style, this is probably amazing for you. Mm -hmm. I just, with each one, I worry I'm going to feel a little less connected to it. Until we get to a, hey, somebody can win the series on this one, maybe. And then then That's how it'll I be a little more
0: interesting. So this was interesting because, oh shit, is the elite about to go down 3-0 and get swept. And now they didn't. And, and if, what they've done really great is it continues to feel like one match. I know that there's been winners, but it still feels like they're just fighting one mm-hmm. match right. over the course of however long we do this. But I do think the next match might be forgettable. You know, where the first three were bangers. This one had more outside the ring physicality and moves and things like that. Four, five, six might be paint by numbers to us. And again, if you like the style, you're going to love it. But for me and Tim, eh. Now, the seventh match might be where the whole thing, where we get back into this. We're like, well, who the fuck will win? Is it Death Triangle or Elite? Oh,
1: yeah, it'll probably be at a pay-per-view.
0: Yeah. Well, it's going to be at their L.A. show, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they did say.
1: Which, again, mm, you can't say we're going to do a Best of Seven series, and the seventh one will be at this event. Like, you don't know that a seventh one.
0: Well— Yes, I agree, but you also say in the World Series, Game Six and Game Seven, if necessary, yeah. will be on Wednesday or yeah, three, yeah, you true. know. So, true. so, they yeah yeah you but can say
1: I, at, at this event if Match Seven is still happening, we'll hold Match Seven
0: there. Yeah, right. Exactly. Sure. So yes this was fun this was good it was it was kind of neat to finally see kenny omega who even acknowledged himself like i haven't closed one of these shows off i'm gonna give you my fun one-liner here bang bang or whatever he says um well it was good that
1: they pointed out where like he's being held back and then the roles get reversed and suddenly he's like oh nope i gotta hold this guy back (laughs) right like that was a nice little like again they know how to tell stories in the ring with their style that they do sometimes we think you're taking too long to tell the story or you're going around about ways yeah of all the things jim Cornette sucks at what he's right about is that these guys like they'll tell a story but they go ah we hit plot a and then we go over here and we do b and then we go do a a a then we're back to b and then we do c c d back to a a few more times (laughs) b and it's like whoa 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 What are you talking about? (laughs) Like you guys are jumping all over the place here. Um, So uh, yeah, I was, you know, again, I felt like it ran a little long, right? Like I was like, all right, guys, come on. We've been through three commercial breaks here.
0: Yeah. I just feel like I don't know. Again, I've been proven wrong a million times. I don't care if I'm proven wrong a million more. I just don't know what they're going to do next. That will get me like, yep. I can't wait for match five. I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm just going to be like, Hey, let's get to seven. It's gonna
1: be the same. It's gonna be the same. There's gonna be a lot of back and forth. They're gonna do some tongue and cheek yeah. kind of, you know, homages to something. They'll they'll laugh and giggle about something. There'll be a spot where there's some. Ooh, oh, they did a triple spinning over your ball sack drive, right? And it just, you know, it will yeah, they, wrap it up the same way, right? Somebody well, will get a victory by the skin of their teeth.
0: I agree. What I think maybe progressed is this death triangle inner turmoil of are we heels? Are we baby faces? Does everyone use the hammer or do oil well, because because Phoenix and Penta had a battle over the hammer. So I could see progression in that story being told throughout these matches. but yeah, i I feel like I'm already saying, let's get to seven, and that's not the best thing to say about your signature best of seven series. So that was AEW Dynamite. Tim, before we go into our WWE talk, I wanted to touch on one thing that happened at the last AEW Rampage. Again, we're recording on a Thursday night, so we don't know what happens on tomorrow night's Rampage. But what happened on the previous week's Rampage, I thought was noteworthy. So in a tag match between Butcher Blade and Roosh taking on the Dark Order of Silver, Johnny Hungy, and what was supposed to be 10. The finish comes as negative one and evil Uno find 10 and get him to run down to the ring. And 10's like, hey, great. Because now I'm gonna close line him here. And boom, turns on the dark order. Damn near rips off. Uh evil, Uno's evil mask, which yeah. ne- mm-hmm. and I've never seen his face before so I was never looking. yeah I have
1: no clue he could be walking down the street tomorrow and I would never know it and yeah that was it I thought we were getting there like oh man his too like where was yeah. everybody's mask So uh,
0: then it now, the Preston Vance I
1: got I was like we need evil Uno probably needs to keep his mask on
0: <laughs> if I yeah. had a guess let's keep it on so the segment ends though with negative one who was at the uh, top of the entrance ramp standing there Preston 10 whatever we're going to start calling him now takes his mask off in front of him, rolls it at his feet, stands behind him as negative one. Who's again, in his own mask looks to be crying and then does the fist alongside Roosh butcher and blade. And the comment that I loved so much was from Tony Schiavone, where Tony Schiavone said, 10 started with an open hand and ended with a closed fist. like, Those are both of the symbols, Mm -hmm. and it shows the evil that he is now doing. This was five weeks too late, but perfect theater in the moment. Perfect. And, man, something
1: tells me this negative one kid is going to do some things when he's, you know what I mean? Like, he's been a school of the game now for a long time. He's, since the tragic passing of his father, this seems to be, like, his thing. Now, a lot happens to a young man over the course of the years, so who knows? But if things go right, like this negative one might have so many built-in, you know what I mean, storylines and fans and stuff coming into like actually wrestling in a few years at this point. Like, how old is he now? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting, right? And especially if AEW is still rock and rolling and going, which I, I could fathom. That's a, that's a thing, right? Like, they'll so, probably yeah. still be going. Would hope so. And so, I, yeah, I, man, the Dark Order stuff has been long. We've forgotten about a lot of it. Man, when we put together the highlight reels of right. stories over the years for the, for the Dark Order, uh, this is one of the key moments of the entirety mm-hmm. story of the Dark Order and Brody Lee's influence on that. Huge. So huge. Now, is Preston Vance going to, like, or I feel we're going to get the heel version of a Wardlow here. Like, Preston Vance, we're all going to be like, oh, he turned on him. And then he's going to come out he's going to do some things we're going to be like, yeah, okay, you're not so interesting. Uh, Well,
0: (laughs) you know, we've talked about this with WWE, uh, especially a few years back where it was five guys playing the same role of Ziggler, Miz, you know, all of that stuff. Now it feels, and we may have mentioned this before, I can't recall, but now it feels like we have Paras Hobbs and Samoa Joe and Preston and uh, Lance Archer. It's like you all are the different shades of the same thing. So how is Preston going to be different? That's what I'm interested in. But the more interesting question in the immediate is what do you think happens to dark order? Now everyone's gone. I think everyone's gone. It's just John silver or, or excuse me. Uh, Reynolds. Yeah. John silver. Well, and
1: one of them came back, right? Was it Alan angels who came back recently? No. One of them came it was, back. Uh,
0: yeah. It was uh yeah. Stu, Stu Grayson.
1: Stu. Stu Grayson. So we've got Evil Udo. Stu Grayson. Well, he wasn't there. Yeah. Um the the tag team, right? Your um who's the tag team? Johnny uh, Hungy and Reynolds. Yep, Johnny Hungy and Reynolds. And yeah, and well, hangman's an honorary
0: member, isn't he? Right. And well, negative yes. Negative one.
1: You. Yes.
0: So do they start recruiting? What would you do if I said, hey, we need to get Dark Order to the summer of 2023? What would you do? Just rinse repeat or are you doing i mean recruiting? i think the
1: trip that the trio of of just even if you had evil uno and and the tag team can get by with a with a negative one sprinkled in once in a while maintain the lovable nerds you know we all hope for you but uh oh man nobody know, you yeah know, nobody thinks you're gonna fight here <laughs> like nobody thinks you're gonna win this that kind of thing i just don't know that there's anything major left to twist and turn them outside of somebody turns them dark again and leads them but i don't know that we're going there given just the heaviness over the Brody Lee situation with it right it would feel wrong the 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 blowback on that no matter how great that storyline could be the blowback on it from the public at large which is probably make it not worth the effort to write it
0: i agree i i would recruit which, that's what i would do is you got enough of these uh nightmare factory guys start putting them in masks Make them a little bit meaner. Uh,
1: we missed that and... spot earlier, right? Where Cutie Marshall's like, I want to fight. He's like, yeah, 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 fine. Oh, yeah. Fine. And, uh, oh, Orange Cassidy. Right? Orange <laughs> he's like, a, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a lumberjack sure. match. He's like, lumberjack match. Fine, right, right. And then he's like, what the fuck, man? Like, why, are you, why is everybody <laughs> so fucking and even tony was like good
0: job man <laughs> You get the match." yeah, <laughs> Loved yeah it. sorry i forgot Loved that in my yeah, rundown yeah. <laughs> but yeah he, even him was like yeah yeah sure okay cool you're getting the match yeah, yeah. and Cutie's like what the fuck is happening to everyone Why yeah like and now he's
1: mad that he's like wait a minute i fucking worked up this speech and you're just gonna fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah love yeah, it sure. you're great
0: yeah i thought that was fun too uh, and that's again gonna happen on this friday's mm-hmm. uh rampage episode um So, yeah, I just thought that it was the the most emotional moment, which, again, we're going to talk about Survivor Series in a little bit. But the most emotional moment to me was the throwing of the mask at the feet of negative one. Here's why this will fall
1: flat, though, ultimately, is because that was a great story to tell. Ten says, fuck this. Double crosses them. Throws the mask at the feet of the leader, the, you know, the young prince of the Dark Order. But it's to simp as the fourth guy in a faction that nobody even, do you know the name of this group with fucking Roosh? And, like, what if if it was like, fuck the Dark Order, you guys have been holding me back, and now I'm going on a tear, and I'm going after the TNT Championship, and I'm Preston Vance. Okay. But this is, I don't like you guys. I'm going to go with, Rouge and this other guy in a suit. Like, I, I don't give a shit about that. Like, that's not going to make me care about this feud anymore, really. Like, like it could have been anybody that he joined, right? Like, and it probably would have been better. Like, I don't know, like, what this Rouge thing is gonna. It's just that's why it's going to fall flat. Because I, this isn't about Rouge and Preston Vance against the Dark Order. This is about
0: Preston Vance stabbing the Dark Order in the back. Now, what you could possibly do. Is Preston gets into this group and it's like, hey, I'm not. Look, the reason I left those dorks is because they didn't respect me. I'm taking over this group. And mm-hmm. then you get a power struggle. I don't know. I think it would be, Or he gets remorse.
1: I- he's like, hey, guys, what, you guys want to play some ping pong? And they'll be like,
0: ping pong? Fuck, we don't
1: do that. We talk yeah. about how we're going to murder our next opponent or we're going to go make some money. And they'll be like, oh, all right, all right. You guys want a Capri Sun? And they'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <be> like, what? <laughs> then he's like, oh, man,
0: I used to have friends. And that could then be he's got to come right? crawling back, right? And then he's got to yeah. yeah. We'll see what happens there. Yes, <laughs> I, I think if you said, "Hey, he has to turn on Dark Order." Look, Preston is not a top guy. He's not Kenny Omega. He's not John right. Moxley, and all that stuff. Right?
1: He's not primed to be. He didn't need a slight push no. to get there. Either. Like he's a ways away. Right, I, but, I, but he did need there.
0: something. But he needs something to jolt, right? And so, good. I would have said again if I had the pin primer. I'd say, hey, Dark Order, you're turning into dorks. We're in here to, like, fuck people up. So I'm going to join the House of Black. It's me and the House of Black. It's me and Brody King. And we're going to be, you know. Well, and here's the thing, too, is that, like, I I get it.
1: Brody Lee died, right? And it changed everything, right? It Mm -hmm. changed everything. And they became... They were nobody was going to boo them because they were a dark, you know, at the time. But if we're trying to carry on the group and the legacy of Brody Lee, the Brody Lee character, last we knew him, wouldn't want you guys palling around, chumming up, giving each other wet willies in the back. He'd want you to get sinister Mm -hmm. and and fucking stab a motherfucker in the back alleyway. So and that's what I'm maybe saying. We do maybe, that.
0: That's what I'm saying. Maybe that's where we go on the recruiting spree and say, we're going to be back in the image of Brody Lee. He wanted us to be this the
1: dark hangman. I want hangman I... to, to lose a, a round of matches, getting his own head. The Moxley. He's, he's like, nobody's here for me. And they're like, we've always been here for you. And he's like, you have, now I'm going to reward that we're both getting back to power right like any he, now he leads the dark order with the dark hangman riding in on the black horse changes music it. Yeah, turn we... it down to a minor key and let's fucking
0: let's get it yeah. yeah
1: let's get it a little more sinister right remember when we made fond dead guy right let's get <laughs> who sent us that uh, somebody sent us a fond dead guy theme that was, was that Dio? i don't know who did that yeah i don't don't know know who did that
0: yeah (laughs) fun dead guy so fun dead guy that was on the spot yeah so much fun uh all right so let's talk about survivor series 10 a
1: lot of things happened right um the the the, uh, becky lynch and the and the faces won the women's match even though you have a heel faction that you're trying to get over so that made a whole lot of sense and then um austin theory won the united states title which you just ripped from him so i mean you know whatever Uh, okay and the big thing the big thing here is the main you know like what we all came here for was the war games match of the bloodline versus the brawling brutes and and drew mcintyre and kevin owens and am i saying it all uh, and Sheamus, right? He's, is he part of the yeah. Brawling Brutes or is it Sheamus and the yeah, Brawling sure. Brutes? Yeah, he's part
0: of him. He's part
1: And the Heels win that. And the, the story goes, and again, they told it th- this is good storytelling what WWE did here. Sami Zayn has been trying to gain the acceptance of the bloodline the entire time he's been hanging around. There are a few holdouts, right? Paul Heyman's kind of iffy on him, and Jey Uso is not. If he at all he hates the motherfucker right doesn't trust him and here sammy goes the lengths takes what we all know to have been his best friend in this company and in his business and in his life and sacrifices him in front of the altar of roman says whap whap lay you down and let my friends fucking get the pinfall on you good storytelling right where we come into an issue, because it, it, if you can tell the measured <laughs> approach to my, to my speech here is, that's fine. I liked it. Everybody seemed to act like this was a shocking turn of events. And I, when I say everybody, I say the internet wrestling community, wrestling Twitter. They seem to act like, oh, my God, I can't believe Sammy did that. And I'm a little missed on how can you, how did you not expect this? This is how the story was being written the whole time. Mm-hmm. like i don't i don't get it so, but anyway
0: yeah so my biggest criticism of the reaction from the same people who are like william regal's going back to wwe yeah. like it fucking matters is let's 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 go back let's jump into this is a show right, right. this is a show it's real right we're watching a show
1: oh yeah this is K- the Fabe universe where they, WWE is universe. real, right? We're, we're right. fans of the crowd who like understand this to be an actual
0: sanctioned fight. Right. We're, we're buying in, right? We're suspending right. our disbelief. If you tell me as the as the consumer, on one side is these five individuals. And on the other side is these five individuals. I will say all 10 of them will fight. Right. So when Sami Zayn stops the count so that his team won't lose, how is that shocking? How yeah, many tag matches shocking. have we seen? Yeah. How many tag matches have we seen where it's one, two, and then the partner jumps in to stop the count? So, uh, first off, that was the first one. Yeah. I'll give you, hey, man, you did the Kansas City comp punt to Kevin Owens? Yeah. Okay, right? Like, that could show right. the... Yeah,
1: you did a cheating like, move. Is like, hey,
0: that's your butt.
1: But, right, yeah.
0: Right. But again, this was War Games.
1: Yeah. So, like... Well, eh. what misses me with this also is they're like, oh, my God, he sacrificed his own friend. They've told us in storylines, they're not really friends right now. <laughs> like... The last time they interacted, they weren't getting along. And, in fact, it's Kevin Owens kind of being like, hey, I know we don't get along right now, but, like, are you sure you know what the fuck you're doing? Like, you know this isn't going to end well for you, right? Like, Like, you're not one of them, right? And Sami Zayn has said without saying it in his body language and his looks back to him, I fucking know that, right? Like, I'm trying to get by here. Right. And that's
0: the story. That's the story that's somewhat in that that's mm -hmm. a story that's interesting. Now I'll say other one other thing. Let me okay, let me say two things. One, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, the Uso, everyone's playing their part. Right. Very good.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everything's gone how I would expect it to go here.
0: Well, and like they're doing well. Jay Uso's laughing a little bit too much. Like, hey, man. Yeah, sure. Be a better actor. But anyhow. The second thing though is I think I would be more invested if it was any other two people than Sammy and Kevin, because like you said, we've seen them flip-flop so many times.
1: We've already read this like a big show heel or face turn.
0: Exactly. This is a Jersey shore relationship that we've seen a million times, right? Where they're on again, off again. If you were to replace them with two characters such as Ben Balor and AJ Styles. I'm not saying that they would do it. Zack Ryder and
1: Mojo but. Raleigh.
0: Yeah! I've never <laughs> right. seen them turn on each other. Right,
1: so right. So well, that I mean, makes it more... We did see Mojo yeah. turn on so, but yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Whatever it was. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, like, that's more, because I haven't seen them, seen it. But I've seen this and again, let's break oh, out if this of the was WWE the
1: K-fabe, Usos doing it,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. But like, even if we're breaking out of WWE K-Fabe, I've seen Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn fucking turn on each other for 20 fucking years. Hey.
1: The moment Kevin Owens debuted like, in NXT, the he fucking buckle bombed them. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it just the that's what I mean like debut. Of course they fought each other. They've been fighting each other for decades. If we carry this past the WWE Universe, we can look at Kevin Steen El Generico. We know these guys have been friends and, and find each other. are on and off again but that that will then if i have friends who like each other one moment and hate each other the next if i'm at a party and somebody goes fuck tom and steve are fighting again i'm not gonna be like what right
0: <laughs> like, 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 god damn it
1: like and now i gotta go in there and beat the fucking both of them up and like get them to stop right. it'll happen exactly. uh That's you cool. know like i just try right. <laughs> i don't know that's why just none of it was shocking that's why everybody's like oh my god i'm like no, this is and if that is the story we're telling that sammy Zayn will ultimately side with friendship over this bloodline right if that's the story we're telling which is fine again if that's what we're telling it the payoff wasn't now this was the first interaction they had together in the ring we mm-hmm. don't do it now <laughs> like that's this was what had to happen to get to there. So I just because now Kevin Owens can go, what the hell, man? You gave me the low blow. Like I get pinning me in the match, but you fucking give me the KCCP, fucked up dog. And he goes, hey man, KCCP. you know what I'm fucking? Hey, you know what game? You know what time
0: it is? Fucking honorary use over here. So on top of that, the thing I am interested in, I would mm-hmm. say. More than Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Again, they're doing a great job of of, of their role. Yeah. I don't give a... F- but, like, if again, this is a movie. The most interesting person to me is Roman. Roman being the king of the hill, the emperor sitting at his throne, watching these people, and finding out his decision-making. Because what I would think If I have the pin, that might be a shirt. If I had the pin um, Mm -hmm. would be Roman Reigns looks at Sami Zayn and says to himself, if you're willing to do that to your best friend, what would you do to me? So I'm going to get you before you get me.
1: See, and this is great that I would go that route too, because then again, it's, it's back to, then Kevin Owens can be like, I told you,
0: Right, they're but coming. Roman like, Reigns, right. yeah, and that's the fun. Yeah, and there we go. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns saying, "How do I stay right. in the number one right. spot?" Right, so and that's, that's it. Only he stays the- a step ahead
1: because yeah. then, then when we get that moment, Sami Zayn's like, "No, I am, I am going to choose friendship, and I'm going to help Kevin Owens beat Roman Reigns." Roman Reigns already has a plan for that and it gets neutralized, and Roman Reigns stands over, and the fucking bloodline beats the shit out of Sami Zayn on the spot, because they're like, you think we didn't fucking see this coming? You chump. We knew Jay was right.
0: And I would even even have, again, to me, the most interesting person is Roman Reigns. Not Sami Zayn, not Kevin Owens, not the Jay-Sammy thing, any of that. Roman. I would have him have this paranoia. Have him, and again, whatever you want, what have him kick Sammy out because of what Sammy did to Kevin and then have him say, everyone gets back in line. Solo. You just said that I'm the fucking head of the table. What have you done to prove it? And then fucking rides his ass to make him all the stuff that he did to Jay and Jimmy. Right. I would have him do that kind of thing to where then the paranoia gets the best of him. Again, if you want it to be the Rock, the Rock he kicks
1: diesel. everybody out,
0: or yeah, he can so yeah. like then
1: he kicks Soul out. Now he's back to Jimmy and Jay, and then he's like, "Man, I don't know about you, Jimmy. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, maybe we Jay was right already. back then." And then he kicks Jimmy out, and Jay's torn. And then he's like, "Oh well, you're torn. You're gonna pick him over me. We're back to mm-hmm. this, huh?" And now Roman can trust nobody. Maybe he's even side eyeing Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's like, yeah. wah, 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 wah. and now Roman's left. A man without an army and now he's vulnerable and it
0: cost him exactly that's interesting mm-hmm. fucking sammy and kevin yeah acting like as great as sammy
1: is you talk about what oh, your favorite wrestler like great but oh yeah.
0: look and even kevin owens even though he blocked me on twitter <laughs> i genuinely like their acting their wrestling all of them they're great but the The part of it of, and I've heard this because the other podcasts I've contributed to and stuff where people, Tim, I heard on one podcast that I was listening to that I was a part of where someone said, this is the best storytelling in the last 10 years. Mm. And I had to raise my hand, get acknowledged, tell that motherfucker, did you forget CM Punk and MJF happened this fucking year. March. Mm-hmm. March was the dog collar match. And you yeah. prisoner of the moment dumb shits are like, this is the greatest thing in the world because Sam it. Yeah. I'm grumpy. <laughs> I'm grumpy. I'm like, I'm I'm fed up with ignorance in this community. Guys, be fucking better. Be better. Who gives a like who gives a shit about backstage watch your television enjoy the television speculate about the television shows stories and have fun but don't ruin it for me when you want to talk about mabel is the third man okay you dumb shits yeah so watch
1: the show have fun buy a shirt, shirt spanish announced table uh, and we're going to take a side quest, get out of here for a week, <laughs> and come back for, unless you had anything else, Tom?
0: No, I'm grumpy.
1: All right. <laughs> grumpy. And uh, we'll see you next week.
0: The Spanish Announce Table.